You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. I'm your host, Chris, joined alongside nobody. Ryan and James are out and about doing busy things because it's Saturday at 2.45, and no one should be watching hockey at this ungodly hour, but here we are. Um... Stars lose a heartbreaker tonight or this afternoon. Like I said, wrong, wrong time. Uh, three to one to Anthony Sorelli and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, my, my initial reaction to this game is just how I think that third period is probably one of the worst periods the Stars have played all season long. I mean, I don't know how we can play so good and effectively in the first two periods, somehow not score any goals except for Jamie Benn doing it himself on the rush. And then the third period, nobody shows up. Nobody skates. Nobody passes. No one can win a puck battle. It was, I mean, it was it was truly unbelievable. I mean, I was shocked the entire third period of how poorly they played. Um, before we get too ahead of ourselves, let's kind of jump into the to the game summary real quick. The first period was a really good period, really back and forth by both teams. Kind of a miracle that there weren't any goals scored. Uh, the first five minutes, the Lightning kind of had the stars a little bit. They had a good couple of cycles going. Next five minutes, the Stars had a good couple cycles going. Uh, probably that that third quarter of the first period was uh, just a lot of back and forth, a little bit slower. Um, I think there was, yeah, that's when there was the uh, that's when there was the Tampa Bay penalty against Ty Delandre tripping in the neutral zone. Um, that power play didn't really get a lot going, but after that power play, the Stars started going started going off at the end of the third period. I think they ended up uh, – they outscored the Lightning 12-6 to in that first period, mostly due to the last five minutes, and there were several chances. I mean, like four to five grade-A chances that either just missed the net or, Vasile- or Vasilevsky made a great save on them. Um, you really have to score a goal there, especially when you're at home. If if the first period ends tied, that, that's, a, that's a win for the road team, in my opinion, most of the time, especially – with how good the stars played, you have to score a goal there. I mean, one of those at the end has to go in. It, it just has to. Um, and, and that was actually that title Andrew tripping penalty that I mentioned was the second penalty that the Tampa Bay lightning had. So we had two power plays that period and all those chances in the last five minutes and still didn't score a goal. I mean, really can't happen. Um, going on in the second period, I'm thinking the stars are playing good. So we're going to be getting something going at some time. Uh, the beginning of the second is really similar to the first. I mean, the first two periods of this game were really great. I mean, both teams going back and forth at each other. I would say the first 10 minutes of the second period, the Lightning had a little bit of an edge on the Stars, but really not substantial. Uh, both teams had really good chances going both ways. Both goalies were making good saves. Uh, stars were missing a lot of shots, honestly. Um, and then Anthony Sorelli scores at 10-13 uh, off of a bad pinch by Lindell at his own zone, which is really uncommon for him. He's really a stay-at-home guy. It was really strange to see him 
pinch on a play that really looked like there was no shot. I mean, he didn't, he honestly didn't have a chance of, of getting that puck. So I don't know exactly what the thought process was there, but it leads to a two on one, the other direction and Hagel to Sorelli scores it. Um, Sorelli had a great game. That's a good time to mention it. I said, kind of mentioned it in the, in the intro a little bit. Sorelli was all over the ice, both of the five on five goals for the uh, Tampa Bay lightning. He really dominated this game. Um, that right after that Anthony Sorelli goal, uh, pace of play kind of continues the same way it was. Uh, and then Jamie Ben scores the unassisted goal. Uh, gets intercepts a pass in the defensive zone. They take it the other way, get a three on one going. And I love this p- play from Jamie Ben. He it's a three on one. He doesn't pass, just shoots it right into the net. Goal unassisted. Jamie Ben his twenty first of the year. I mean, he is on pace to have one of his best years ever really late in his career when a lot of people me thought that he was <laughs> about done with being an offensive uh an offensive help to this team but man an amazing play by jamie ben love to see him do it himself there i mean especially with the guys he had going the other direction i think white johnson was one but the other one was a defenseman so i really like ben just taking that to himself and and scoring that goal um the rest of the second period again the stars are really dominating after that goal i feel like the stars were doing very well i I don't know how they don't score after that. It really doesn't make sense. On to the third period. I mentioned in the beginning of the the podcast, the Stars sucked the entire third period from the jump. They were not skating. They couldn't make a pass. They couldn't get a shot on net. They couldn't win a puck battle. Couldn't get out of their own zone. I mean, the Lightning were just all over them. And they lost the faceoff battle too. Uh, I think they were probably 60-40 in the third period in the towards the lightning's favor. Um, and even with all that, the lightning still took two penalties in that third period and the stars can't take advantage of either of them. One of them negates a power play that we would have gotten. And the other one, the power play was just nothing. I, I don't know if we even got a shot on it. So anyway, the heartbreak comes at the very end. Anthony Sorelli scores off of just a great individual play by Victor Hedman on the wraparound, uh, the lightning were in the stars zone for probably five consecutive minutes at the end of the third period. I mean, it was just about time we were hanging on trying to get one point is really what it was. And we, we were doing that from the 12 minute mark. It felt like, um, so great, great game by Anthony Sorelli, great individual play by Hedman Wedgwood. I don't know exactly what he's doing there. I mean, he tries to make an aggressive play to s- stop Hedman before he even gets behind the net, but it's, it's just the wrong play. I mean, they were talking about on the broadcast uh, earlier on the poke check from Vasilevsky about percentages and how you have to kind of play that game and think about when's a good time to take a risk and when is a good time to stay back in your net and try and just stop a puck. And that was the wrong decision by Wedgwood, 110%. I mean, I I don't know exactly what he's trying to do there. But then again, it's a two-to-one game. It's <laughs> This isn't on Wedgwood because we have – Four power plays. One of them is a half power play, more like 30 seconds. But still, if you have four power plays, you have to score a goal there. And we we had been complaining about this on the podcast for like the past two weeks, how the Stars can't get a call. And this game, not only do we get calls, we get four calls, and we get like no penalties. I mean, the Stars had lots of chances to have penalties called on them, and almost none of them were taken. So the Stars, I felt, had the advantage in the ref's eyes tonight. And... They don't take advantage. And what really pisses me off about this game is that it's such a good opportunity. I mean, we're heading into a really tough three-game stretch here, playing against some outstanding hockey teams, and this game is here to at least get a point. I mean, 
at least should have gotten two points when you're at home. And they, they come out in the third period and they lay an absolute egg. And it, it is just, it's awful. I mean, I don't, I don't know how they can be proud of that performance in the third period. It, it really was one of their worst in my opinion. Uh, it was just gross. They're outshot in the third period, 15 to five, 15 to five, really laying, letting Wedgwood out to dry. Um, I saw the comments a little earlier in the beginning of the podcast. Wave Wedgwood. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to disagree with that one, Lizzie. I mean, I really think that he, he played a good game tonight. He played good enough to win. He only allowed two goals on a team that has been to the Stanley Cup final three consecutive years. He ends the night with a 9.33 save percentage and was a wall in the third period until the last minute. I mean. I don't know if you can ask much more from your backup goaltender. I thought he was fantastic. I mean, that that last play, obviously, I already mentioned, I have some problems with. But if your backup goalie only allows two goals, you should win the game every single time. Not nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten. So that is just – it's not on a Wedgwood. you, you got to find someone else to blame on that one, in my opinion. And for me, it's going to be the, off, the offense. Um. Let's see. Let's go biggest winner, biggest loser real quick. Uh, obviously, for me, the biggest winner is going to be Jamie Ben. I mean, the past week and a half, the dude has been fantastic. Tonight, he does it himself. I mean, the unassisted goal, I've already mentioned. Love seeing him take that himself after a great defensive play, too. He has four shots on goal. That uh, Second on the team behind Miro Heiskanen. And, yeah, he was really good all over the ice. This is one of the games where I'm like, Maybe we want to give him his minutes back because he he was absolutely incredible. So love Jamie Ben there. Uh, once again, I'm acknowledging the captain. He has been fantastic. Uh, biggest loser, biggest loser is going to be every other Dallas Stars forward. I mean, I don't know how we don't score any other goals there. Gurionov in particular had a couple of great A opportunities and gets shots that don't even look don't even look dangerous at all. Um, the first line has to score. I mean, the first line tonight is a minus three on the night. All three goals were scored with the first line on the ice. Um, and you can say part of that is due to them being on the ice whenever the lightning's big guys are on the ice. And that's true too. But I mean, we always talk about, we have the best line in hockey and our best line in hockey got dominated tonight. And it was, it was not really close. Um, another thing you can kind of complain about is they were played a ton tonight. Uh, Robertson ends with 20 minutes. Ropa Hintz, 18. Joe Pavelski, the old guy, 1917. Those are top three amongst forwards um, and are only surpassed by Miro Haskinen and Yanni Hockenpah on defense. So probably played a little bit too much, but I don't think the fourth line played good enough to necessitate or to force themselves onto the ice either. I mean, I felt like when that fourth line was on the ice, they were they were really struggling. It looked like there was chances every single time they touched the ice and it was, it was not good. Uh, we talked about last game. Marion student had a lot of good offensive opportunities last game. He really did. He draws a call here tonight and that's great. He he's using his speed. He's really skating. He's, he's doing what coaches are telling him to, they're telling him to use his speed and he's absolutely doing it. I just, I don't think his, his defensive game is good enough for this team where they're at. Um, at least not right now. Maybe he can grow into it. And like we said, he's still going to have a couple more games probably until Kiviranta's back to to do that. And I don't see us calling up any other 
AHL player at the moment, since Stu Nietzsche does have some good, uh, some good NHL experience, but I just, I just don't think he's, he's doing good enough on the defensive side. Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to see what prop bet will be boosted. As a Dallas Cowboys fan, it would pain me to even root for the Philadelphia Eagles. So my money in this game is on the Kansas City Chiefs and Mr. Patrick Mahomes. I'm ready to put money down on Kansas City. Are you? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Hey guys, this is Ryan here. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes in their life, which is all well and good and everything, but most of the time, it's pretty unrealistic. Each year, one of my New Year's resolutions is to eat healthier, and seems like every single year I always give up on it pretty quickly through the beginning of the year. It's mostly around January. I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can actually make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be a part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. My Raycons are great each morning that I go out to run my mile run. So whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycons got you covered. And yes, Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair in a spare and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options, and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. There's lots of great features with these Raycon products, but one of my favorite ones is the custom gel tips that comes with it because my ears are incredibly small so it's just great that i can find something that fits my ear well and then the other thing i really like is the noise isolation sometimes it's just nice to block out the rest of the world and just listen to your music or to whatever podcast you're listening to so are you ready to buy something small with a big impact go to buyraycon.com thpn today to get 15 percent off your raycon order that's buyraycon.com thpn to score 15 percent off buyraycon.com slash THPN. We can kind of talk about the decision tonight to put in uh, Wedgwood over Ottinger. Um, at first, when I first heard about it, I was kind of upset because it's a nationally televised game. We just had two days of rest. I want to see Otter in there for big games like this, and I always want to beat the Lightning. Uh, Matt made a good point earlier. <laughs> he said, absolutely despise the Lightning. Yes, that is. I agree with that. Ever since they beat us in the cup final, you can't help but hate them. So I, I really want to beat this team, and I, I kind of didn't like it at first, but when you think about it, Wedgwood hasn't been in for a while. Um, 
And we really need him to be good down the stretch, especially if Ottinger gets injured, which may happen. Hopefully it doesn't. We'll be in real trouble if that does happen. But Wedgwood comes in. He plays fantastic. I mean, he's he's going to get more starts now that he played such a good game. Uh, he's the n- number three star on the team uh, or for the game behind Vasilevsky and Sorelli, which I think is absolutely the correct thing to do. And, yeah, he, he was really good tonight. Um. And we can also talk about just overall the stars, uh, the stars scoring troubles the past, I'd say seven games. Uh, you guys can have to give me a second when I'm solo. It's a little bit harder to pull up all the, uh, all the stats. So I'm just pulling up the past few games for Dallas here real quick. And y'all can go ahead and throw into the comments, anything else y'all want me to, y'all want me to talk about. And I can do that as well. All right. Yeah. So tonight the stars score one goal. Last game against Minnesota, Dallas scores four. The night before, they score two, but they win three to two because of the shootout. It's only two goals in that game. New Jersey, only two. Carolina, only two. Buffalo, only two. Those are the uh, those are the four overtime losses. So the best one, two, three, four, five, five out of six games, they have scored two or less goals, and that that is just really. Not good enough. I mean, for a team that is top 10 in offense, that has to be better. And our defense is good enough to win these games, too, is is the really frustrating thing. I mean, the defense tonight was fantastic. Tampa Bay did not have very many chances. Um, they talked about the few from Kucherov that he missed. The first one, he did absolutely miss it. That was just lucky by the Stars. The second one is a great save by Wedgwood again. Um, and other than that, I would say maybe they had three or four more good chances. One of them they scored on. So... Yeah, it it's just the offense. And beyond the offense, it's just the power play, too. I mean, the power play is not getting the chances that it had before. Um, Ryan has kind of talked about it in the past couple of podcasts how it, it feels like they're not even looking for that deflection shot that they were getting when the power play was really rolling. I mean, we were getting one, one and a half power play goals a game is what it felt like. It was almost all those deflections. And it, we're not even looking for that start right now. I mean we're not getting pucks to the point when they're at the point, we're not rifling them. It feels like we're trying to get that, that sideboard pass that I've talked about. And I do want to get that, but no one is scoring it. No one's getting a good enough shot from the sideboards to really make it dangerous, especially on a goalie like Vasilevsky He's one of the best in the league and one of the best of this generation. So something has to change on the power play. Something has to change on the offense. And really it's going to, it comes down individually. I mean, individually players need to be better. That first line tonight, it cannot be that bad. It cannot be minus three for every single forward. Um, and then just individually players have to play better. I mean, the one that sticks out in my mind is, uh, is Marchment. I think, uh, I think Brooke commented on it earlier. Uh, but yeah, it's Marchment has not scored a real goal since the beginning of Dallas, uh, beginning of December. Sorry. So it, he has to be better. I mean, he's, he's came up here as a second line player. He started the season off better than we could have expected his pace. He was going to be one of our top five goal scorers behind our first line. And he was on pace to be even better than Ben or Sagan was doing. And he is completely just, he, he's not in a slump at this point. He's, he's fallen off the map. I mean, he is completely gone. So I don't know if that line needs to be shaken up. Maybe he needs to play with someone else. Maybe he plays, a fourth line role to just try and scrap and get something going, but something needs to jolt him out. Um, Ryan kind of in the comments here, uh, 
he's saying it, it's a it's time for a trade to jumpstart the offense. Perfect time to do it. Um, stars are already in trade talks with a lot of different teams. We've seen some rumors about them on Patrick Kane. We saw some with them in on Bo Horvat. Uh, Matt's talking about getting Meyer. Uh, that would be outstanding. He's probably one of the more expensive ones, though, to be honest. So I, I don't think here's Nyquist. That's a good option as well. But it, it's going to be so hard to get a uh, to get a guy here in Dallas with their cap situation. They talked about it a little bit on the broadcast about uh, it's it's a little bit scary for for a team that's doing so well. We are still first in the conference, even with how bad this game feels. <laughs> we are still first in the in the conference, so we are having a great year. And you don't really want to screw things up, but at the same time, it it really feels like, like Ryan said, we could use a jump start right now and a little bit of a slump offensively. And there's just that obvious, that obvious spot in the top six. I mean, Foxes should not be a top six forward. I mean, Fox has done a great job as our depth center. He does very well with that. He's been getting a little bit better offensively. I even saw a little bit tonight uh, of him doing some good offensive work, but that's not that's not where he's going to excel. He's he's going to really help this team in that fourth line center role, in my opinion. Um, so he's doing he's making do as a second line center. I just don't think that's where he's going to have the most success for us on this team. So I I really think the Stars need to make some kind of move. It it, it should be it should be a forward that can score goals, in my opinion, or it should be a top four defenseman, which he also talked on the broadcast about how hard it's going to be to get someone like that. Um, but yeah, some, something to jumpstart us and something to get some, to get some consistency with the line that Sagan is on. I mean, Sagan is not having a bad year and he hasn't been on a good line the entire season. I mean, if you think about it in the very beginning of the season, him and Marchment and, uh, I think Delandria were on a line and they were doing very good. And since the beginning of December, when Marchment fell off the map, Sagan hasn't had a good line and he's still producing too, which is honestly very good for Tyler Sagan to be on such a bad line and still be doing as well as he is. Um, but yeah, something's got to get us going. Uh, Ardell exasperated with 34. I absolutely agree with that tonight. He was very bad. Uh, only nine minutes time on ice. And even on, he, he had a breakaway and it felt like he, and a guy right behind him and it felt like he just stopped. And then the shot that he got off was, mediocre at best and this is supposed to be i mean even the guys in the in the even the broadcast guys are talking about man this guy is so fast he's so exciting and everyone every time that they cover the stars on a national broadcast level are so shocked like wow Gurionov is on the fourth line that is crazy that is unbelievable and for the stars fans that is not unbelievable the, the thing that's unbelievable is that he's still on the hockey team so yeah i, I i'm kind of in the same boat as ardell i'm kind of i'm kind of done with him I mean, if he's not going to really produce, get anything going. And he had that one. We talk about it every time. He has one great game. He had a really good game. I think it was two or three games ago. He was very good and was all over the ice, skating fast, getting good shots off. And then he lays an egg like he did tonight. So, yeah, really frustrating there. Uh, anything else that you guys want to talk about? Throw some topics in the comment real quick, and I'll I'll get a little ramble on it. Barbashev. Don't know enough about Barbashev, Ryan. Sorry about that. Uh, Lizzie agreeing with me. Sagan can't carry those turds. Yeah, that is the nice way of putting it. Uh, <laughs> but he's, he's done pretty good on his own, especially on the power play. So 
I think that'll wrap it up here this afternoon. Stars lose a heartbreaking game, three to one. Really had a chance to get some points there. Really want to get them, and we have a scary schedule after this game too. Uh, let me pull it up real quick. I think we're playing the Bruins in our next game on uh, on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, so Tuesday, seven thirty against Boston. Best team in the league by a mile. That's going to be a little bit rough. Uh, hopefully they have a better showing tonight. Hopefully there's not a uh, day off tomorrow. They had a day off on Thursday, which is well-deserved. I mean, they've had a crazy schedule so far, but it obviously did not help them. So we'll see you again on Tuesday night. Hopefully the other Chambers, the other Chambers brothers will be here actually on the mic. That way we don't have to, uh, <laughs> that we don't have to get Ryan's comments. Uh, Thank you guys for joining me this afternoon, especially after such a terrible loss. I think the last thing I would want to do is hop on and talk about the game more. So thank you all for joining. Uh, please remember to go to StarcasticRemarks.com. Uh, we got blog posts there. I'm sure Ryan will write something about this. He's got too many feelings to keep it all bottled up. <laughs> We're going to, we post our, all of our podcasts there. So if you just want to bookmark that and just check in every once in a while on there, it might be a little bit easier than going through Spotify. Uh, also go to shop.starcasticremarks.com. We got a lot of goodies over there. Uh, that's the best way to directly support us. And also send, send us pics when you get that merch. I mean, that really helps us out. Uh, along on that same line, send us some reviews too. We really like reading those reviews. Really makes us feel good in the heart. Um, and any kind of comments that y'all want to think about getting this podcast better, anything you want us to do differently, any segments you like, hit us up with that. Um, thank you to our sponsors, DraftKings. Remember to use that promo code THPN for some free goodies. I'm sure there will be a lot of good stuff going on tomorrow for the Super Bowl. A lot of fun bets. Uh, and then thanks again to Raycon. We also have that promo code THPN at Raycon. Same promo code, two different places. Uh, you'll get a little bit of a discount over at Raycon. Uh, so that will do it for me this afternoon. Uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Have a great evening. <laughs>